0: Welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola, the podcast about business and mindset and everything in between. I'm Lola, the queen of weird, mother weirdo, as you may. I am the person you come to when you want to find what makes you unique, what makes you different and tap into that to create your whole business around it and to be able to build an empire that's profitable and that works for you rather than you slaving the day away into doing something that's not really resembling who you are so get ready for this unedited podcast because we're diving in right now Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of self-care card Pull. If you're new to this, this is the live version that I'm recording this live on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to join me for the pate, it's every Thursday, sometime during the day, you just have to follow me on Instagram and see what's up and what time of the day I do this. But this is the time every week that I draw a card from my self-care um deck. I have a tarot deck that is only for self-care. So it's, uh, it's not like three or ones or stuff like that. It's literally just card that pull. It's like procrastination and stuff like that to really kind of, uh, or productivity, um, to really kind of push the questioning and your thinking about different ways you can take care of yourself. So this is what we're doing today. Um, so I drew the card, earlier I think I drew yesterday or the day before because it's easier that way um but the card this week is creativity as you can see in the title so creativity um it can be seen in really different ways but today I really want to talk to you guys about creativity in the workplace and creativity in your personal life as well so I talk about this concept a lot which I think um can be really fucking helpful for a lot of people because we uh we are lucky or <laughs> doomed <laughs> however you want to see it um but we live in a part of society so we've been part of this uh, society for a while and um we just get to be we we're part of it so we we're influenced and we're being part of and not necessarily pressured but we are part of this society for um for a really long time. And we get to just have these pressures from everyone surrounding us from our teachers from our families. And it's not necessarily a pressure that we're aware of. And it's not something like someone just wakes up one morning be like, I don't fucking pressure that person into doing something that don't really fucking want. Uh, Most of the time it's just these concepts that we grew up with. uh, And we believe to be true, whatever they are, Uh, they might be true, then might not be true. So um, when I spat that I talk about a lot, in my uh, programs and everything that I do and everything that I tell you guys and coach you guys on, um, is questioning. I want you guys to question everything. And this is a part of way of creativity because creativity, what it is, it's not necessarily being like, oh, I'm good at drawing or painting or anything that's artistic. Of course, that's one part of being creative. But another part of being creative is being able to think outside the box. And what that truly is, it's when you are able to see the kind of boundaries that are set around you and the ideas and frames that are set the, like for you to, to flourish or for you to evolve around or within. You see them, you acknowledge them, you thank them for being there, but you're still able to see past that and question yourself and open your mind to something different, something that is not necessarily a one-two step that somebody taught you before, but it's understanding why you do the one-two step and try to get creative on your part and to be able to see how you can solve the problem in a creative way. Because for me, this is a huge, um, it's a huge program, uh, program. it's a huge problem in the coaching industry. So um, if you're not a coach or you're not, don't really know um, what I'm talking about, it's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about more things, not just coaching, but for me this is a huge thing in the coaching industry as to um not understanding that there are other ways. <laughs> so um when I first started my business I had a lot of people um not necessarily consciously they're just like as a group as the the the, the space the environment everyone the society online was showing up and pushing this image as to to be successful this is what it looks like. It looks like you're always put together. It looks like you're really polished. It looks like, like everything's pink, everything's, um, white and marble and just really kind of tied together. And there was no, I couldn't see space for something other than that. So I saw the boundaries and I then and there decided that those boundaries were, um, were the thing where that's what it was. There was no other ways for me to, um, be something else because those were the boundaries set to be successful, to be a coach. You needed to look this way. You need to do that. So, um, and the, the coaching industry, I feel this is a, and I was listening to, um, an IGTV from, uh, a friend of mine on the, on the social media, uh, wealth with Alyssa. She's really fucking cool. Um, check her out on Instagram, but, um, talking about transparency and to pushing people to kind of think for themselves and to have a creative outlet for. So for me, that's the big thing that I'm always encouraging my clients. It's like, I don't fucking care what the strategy that someone sold you on. I was like, I'll make you, I'll help you make a lot of money. And it's on the promise of helping people make money that you make money. So it's kind of a backward situation and there's not a lot of transparency, but in the end of the day, it's like you're teaching one, two steps that somebody else taught you that worked for you, but not necessarily are going to work for somebody else. So you're not teaching them how to make money. You're teaching strategies. So for me, that's, that's not coaching. Coaching is being able to guide people and encourage them and um, guide them through something rather than being like, well, somebody told me one, two, three, I'm going to tell one, two, three to you. So give me a lot of money and because it worked for me. So it's for sure going to work for you. Um, uh, I don't think it's a problem to teach a strategy. I think it's a really great thing. And it's just to be able to share the knowledge. Um, because when you get to share it around to say what worked for you, what didn't work for you, well, you encourage other people to kind of see other possibilities. Because let's say the only way for you to walk, is on two feet. And you're like, what if I don't have feet? Like, what do I do? But it's seeing other ways. It's like, well, there are other ways to get around. Like you don't necessarily need to walk on two feet to consider walking. So it's to really being able to see the other possibilities that are out there. So this is why for me, creativity is so important in your business, because I never want you guys to see a strategy or something that someone do out there or presents a way for you to make money or for you to grow your business or whatever as the unique way of doing things. And this is why I pride myself in everything that I coach, everything that I show you guys, everything that I teach. It's always about growth and discovering what works for you and to understand who you are and to help you and guide you to find these solutions to have like, because everyone, we, we run through problems when we're in the coaching like working for ourselves, not just the coaching industry, but you run into problems. It's normal. It's part of life. It's part of being an entrepreneur. But the thing is you need to be able to have the creativity to not just do like one Google search or a scroll through Instagram. And the first answer, quote unquote, that you see, you think that it is the only answer. And it's the only way. And if you can't achieve your goals with that one answer that you're not good enough, you're not all of this. And that's when the imposter syndrome kind of sneaks and creeps in, but that is going to be for the Monday episode <laughs> of this podcast all about imposter syndrome. Um, because we all, we all have it. That's the tea. We all have it, but, um, I've seen that so many times of people hiring coaches or putting money into programs and stuff like that, or even like network marketing with the promise of making a shit ton of money. But then, uh, they're just being taught, like, it's just this one way do this and being pressured into this one solution again, quote unquote, or this one answer to being successful or to achieving their goals, which is not true, which is not how and what and when, um, it's all meant to be. So this is why for me, creativity has been a huge part of my business as it is today and allowed me to shift to the person that I am today and to the business that I have today. Because when I was trying to, again, fit in the mold, because I saw this one, two, three step that I had to do, the person that I had to be and the way that I had to act, when I saw all of these, I just felt like it wasn't me. So I try to change again and again. But then when I decided one day, and I when I discovered the weirdo side, which is how I called like finding myself and just really being able to listen to what I want to do, when I realized that and I started to see outside of the box and decide, be like, you know what? If I feel this way and I feel a disconnection from what I see online, I'm not the only one. And there are other people feeling the same way. So I decided to step into the light, the me the weird however you want to call it and to really explore that and dig into creativity and when I saw a problem instead of trying to find a made-for-you solution I tried to understand where the problem came from and then I try to get creative with it in a way that fit the way that I work the way that I work best or I produce best or I can help and serve best so I'm challenging you guys to do the same when you walk, when you encounter on the beautiful journey of what it's uh, being an interpreter, when you encounter a problem, when you encounter a situation that is sticky, that you want to get out of, instead of trying to find the quickest one ticket people like, oh my God, this is great. This is got of it, quick, fast, bam. Thank you, ma'am to ask and question yourself, be like, okay, what is the actual problem here? And can I be creative with it? Because a lot of the time, I feel like if people promise you like, oh, wow, you do this is going to be super easy. You're not really going to fucking work. And you're going to make it be a fucking millionaire. That's the load of bullshit. Like it gets to be easy. But in order to be easy, you have to put in the work. When people say or when I say it gets to be easy, it's not that you wake up one day and you fucking get a million bucks in your bank account is that you get to wake up every day and put in the work that is required for you to up level and shift and transform yourself so that slowly but surely being an entrepreneur and running your business and attracting client and finding the right client and being able to make enough money to sustain what you need and your dreams and everything in between gets to be easier and easier and easier. So it gets to be easy. But that's not just wishful thinking. That's not, oh, it gets to be easy. You just have to do my one, two step. Like that's, no, that's fucking bullshit. But it gets to be easy in the way that it get you get to know yourself better. You need, you get to understand the process and you get to be creative with solutions and you get to be creative with how you approach the problem. So um, creativity is the tits. Like, and create, and that's the thing. And I, I got to see that firsthand, especially when I, um, when I started to go, not started to go to school because I went to school for like fucking over 20 years. But, um, when I was, when I was in high school, I was a fucking super creative kid. Like literally, <laughs> I think I, I started my first business, like business quote unquote, but I mean, like it, it side business teenager. Like, of course, you you have the typical lemonade lemonade stand when you're a kid and on the side of the road. I did that, of course. Um, but like I remember as a teenager, I was probably like 14 of 15, and I decided to create a toque and scarf business. I would literally go home and like buy (laughs) buy material and sew toques and scarves and sell them at, like, the dinner, like, instead of go to lunch, I would set a table and sell stuff. I was a hustler. <laughs> I wasn't a hustler. but I mean, I had the entrepreneurial gene in my body since I can fucking remember. Um, but it really got me, like, that, it was that young, that young that I decided to start and do my own business. So I was always super creative when I was in high school. I was drawing all the time, doing music, starting businesses, starting fundraisers, all that. I was always trying to get creative of how I could help, how I could better myself, how I could express myself and change the person. Like just explore the person that I was like we all, we've all been teenagers like at 15 you don't fucking know who you are so it's just like I was always getting creative but the further I got into school so after um after high school we have this thing here in Quebec I'm in Canada Quebec uh, it's called CJEp. so it's in between university and high school we have these kind of like two years that is just like to put everyone on the same level which doesn't really but kind of and grade you so that you can see if you can get into the university that you want and at what level and all the things So. Uh, starting then I had to study a lot and be present. And I had to let go of a lot of the things that I love, stuff, drawing, painting and all that a lot. Uh, the way I started to do musical theater, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then when I got to university, like I got in university in biomedical science. So there's like zero time for me. I didn't take the time actually, because that's always why we get to take the time, but there is zero time for me to, uh, I didn't take the time to be creative and get creative and creativity is a fucking muscle. So I spent like years and years and years and years kind of repressing the creativity because I was in a system and I was in an environment that pr- like prone to be like, you know, you no, know, you sit down, you listen to the, what people are doing. You put that in your brain. And then when it's time for an exam, you just fucking puke it on a piece of paper and move on. Like there's no space for creativity in this field that I was, um, studying. And then I switched, I didn't finish my bachelor in biomedical science, but then I started my bachelor in, uh, product design. So that required a little bit of, um, creativity. So this is really the turning point for me because I was pushed out of my comfort zone that I've spent like years and years and years in science and being told like there's no place for creativity you have one two steps you have a way of doing things that is very particular and you can't fuck up anything like you have like experiments and stuff like that it's like very rigid way for you to do stuff like you get to be creative ish when you get to like your master when you study and then you're in the lab doing experiments but even then it's like your lab boss that's going to tell you what to do like it's a whole thing anyway so when i got going to design i got i had to stretch my creativity muscle that's been fucking dormant for years then um so it took me a while but the more i did it the more it came back to me and then i started asking questions and i became the person that i am today and um it got me into trouble as well like i'm not gonna fucking lie i was the I was a student that I would do anything and everything for my program because I truly believed in it. And literally like I was doing the the open house, I don't know how you call it, you know, when it's like prospect student come and visit the school and the, the things and you give them a, a tour and they decide if you wanna to come to the school. I was that person, I was giving the tours and I was explaining for the program what it was and selling to it. And I was so good at that, like people the next year that would come into the program, they would ask about me, be like, oh, where, where's that girl? Like that I saw, she was doing the program and all that. So I love that program deeply and that school deeply to the point that, again, I was selling it all the time. I was helping. It was the first year of the program. Without anyone asking me, I saw problems and I decided to take action to creatively to deal with them. So I would gather people. I did all the things, guys. I did all the fucking things. But that got me in trouble as well because I would be creative. I would ask questions. I would not take, just do this and no question asked that doesn't fly with me. I need to ask questions. I need to understand. I need to work the creativity because I was placed in a position for me being like going to school and being in design. It's all about finding creative solutions for problems. So I was terribly lucky that I was able to learn all these skills at school, but then it also got me in trouble. Like I literally, and I haven't told this story before and I'm probably going to tell it around day, but it's it's still a little tender subject for me. But I almost... Didn't get my bachelor because I asked too many fucking questions and the director of the program at the time didn't really like that because I would question everything and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a stubborn little bitch. Like when I, when I want something and need something, I need to understand why, like if I, you tell me something and I say, why, and you just say, just cause just fucking do it. It's not, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work with me, but I got, I got into a lot of trouble. Um, I graduated after everyone in my class. Oh Well, we were a couple of people, but I was part of the people I had to graduate a little bit later, a couple of months later, because um, I was asking too many questions and I was being combative because they weren't answering my questions. So being creative is really fucking good. It can get you in trouble. But at the end of the day, I, I would still do it exactly the same way because it developed for me so many fucking skills that I get to use today in my business. And that really got me into a path that, of course, when I got into the online space, it's a new space. How do you learn where well, you try to copy people? That's how, that's how you learn most of the time. It's just the normal, natural way of human beings to, to learn. It's to see someone who's already doing it and try to copy it. It's the same way babies learn to walk. They see you walking around. They're like, oh, let me try this. This, this looks like fun. Um, so I really tried to do this as much as possible. So that got me into that tracks. So and when I got online, it was really destabilizing for me because I'm like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. So I'll try to copy people. But again, that kind of my, my, my creativity muscle was like, what bitch? what are you doing? I thought we were getting creative. I thought we were able to think for ourselves and to s- explore ourselves and to put our grain of salt into what we do. So I was really lucky because it only took me like a couple of months and yeah, I was like, you know what, fuck this shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. And I flipped it around and I was able to like transform my business. I went from doing um, t-shirts and branding and logos to coaching, which is what I truly love doing. And I was able to do that shift because my creativity muscle has been worked so much that it was, I was, you know, I, I, I lift do you lift bro? I lift creativity in the muscle department, but, (laughs) um, because I exercised it so much. Um, when I was in my bat doing my bachelor, when it came time to be my business, it didn't take me too long to realize like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not listening to me and I'm not being creative and I'm not listening to what I can do and what I want to do and to have, confidence that i'm able to find solutions like it's okay to have guidance i love having guidance that's why i hired so many coaches and i want to learn from them but once you understand the strategy behind it it's to be able to find the guidance you need but don't think it's they're going to save you they're going to be there to throw you all the tools you fucking need but at the end of the day you got to swim by yourself babe and this is what i pride myself in doing with my clients it's like I'm learning so many things at the moment. Like I'm doing NLP. I'm doing my master certification in EFT. Like I'm trying to get all the tools so I can throw the entire fucking toolbox on my client, but they got to swim at the end of the day. Like I can throw you a boat, a paddle, a fucking buoy and whatever, not like if you're not grabbing onto it and if you're not willing to like just fucking do something with your legs and arms and just wiggle yourself or even just play dead and be able to float like you still have to swim, but creativity, it's just receiving all these tools and see like, well, I'm, I'm not able to climb onto the boat because it's a big boat, but I might be able to use this raft and this thing to climb onto it. So I'm getting really deep in this analogy. I need to move on. But this again, like, I know this is a lot about coaching and working in your own business, but it's the same with anything. Like, It's the same thing when you decide that you want another path, you want something better. You're faced with a challenge, a problem, or anything like that. And people around you, the system, the whatever you want to fucking blame it on, there's like, no, it's just one two step you have to do. I'm here to remind you guys that there's never one way you have to do things. You always get to be creative. You always get to think outside the box. You always get to find another way. And this might be just my combative or (laughs) fucking like revolutionary mindset. But I truly believe that whatever you inspired to do, whatever you set your mind to or you want to achieve, there's a way that fits specifically what you need. And you might go through some hard times and it might not be easy all the way through. Example, I almost didn't get my fucking bachelor. But in the end, I did. I really did. did. And that got me to having my business today. And I'm like, I still got to go back and see all the people I went to school with the next year and everyone was super excited. And they almost had an award at school in my fucking name because I made that much of an impact with my classmates. Even though I struggle with the director a little bit, like my creativity and my way of doing me my way and doing design my way and leading people my way allowed me to make an impact and change lives. And that's what I'm in it for. Like if I get in trouble a little bit along the way, I mean, it makes things spicy, makes things fun. But I just want to challenge you guys to be creative, to think for yourself, to find different ways for you to feel good and feel aligned and feel inspired and just do your fucking thing. You get to do it. Go online, get inspired, but don't get stuck in this is the only way for me to achieve my goals. This is the only way for me to get this, this, and that. Because most of the time the preconceived ideas we have of the sole lonely path to get to freedom isn't the fucking absolute truth and we didn't look at the whole map and there's actually like 15 secret hidden entrance all over the place so it's up to us to be able to be creative and look under the rug and just try to take turn left when we normally turn right and to see what's around the corner that was beautiful did someone write that down for my next book (laughs) i'll be in there i i saw before okay this is this is the sidebar this is my adhd taking over but Before writing my book the way I did and publishing it the way I did, I literally thought I was like, I could just have someone take all the all the blabber I did on the Internet, like videos and all the posts and be like, take all of it and write me a book from that because there's so much fucking materials and good quotes. I'm like, ooh that's deep. By the way, I'm reading my own, like I'm this bitch who reads her own fucking book before going to bed because I don't know why my memory don't work too good sometimes. And I read it and I'm like, Oh, that sounds good. I don't remember writing this, but mm, fucking love it. (laughs) So I'm that bitch. By the way, if you want that book, Go and fucking get it now. It's on Amazon, so you just have to uh, search "Color Me Weird Lola" on Amazon, and you're gonna find it. Or if you want the full package, the free shipping, the limited edition stickers, the thank you note written personally, and the access to my mindset vault, uh, check it out on my website blackcatsapparel.com, and you're gonna have the uh, all the information there to get your copy. There's only a couple of copies left, though, for that deal. but yeah, be fucking creative. You get to be creative. You fucking get to be creative. And I'm so fucking proud of you just for trying because it's a hard path. It's a hard journey to work the creativity, but it's so rewarding at the end of the day. So I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be a little bit of trouble, but ground yourself and attach yourself and get inspired by people, um, who are living the creative way and that are happy and excited. And Anchor yourself in that and get inspired by that. Don't get stuck in like, oh, they're doing it this way. And that's the way of being creative. Now, bish, you get to be creative however you want. I'm doing it my way. My way is not necessarily your way. But um, you get to be creative. And I'm fucking, I fucking love you for just trying to be creative. So inspire more people to live their own truth, live their own life and not being told by everyone, how they're supposed to do things. So thank you so much guys for listening to this week's episode of self-care card Pull. Um, and I, sorry, I just got notifications again, super ADHD. Um, but yeah super excited for this episode it was really fucking good. And I have a little goody, goody, a little surprise for you guys. So next week I'm holding up a free masterclass of how to turn your anxiety to gold. Hell yeah. I'm the anxiety queen. Like I've been through all the shit anxiety and I've tried all the things and I'm super excited to share with you guys how I'm using my anxiety. Uh-huh. Using like in the positive way, I'm using my anxiety For my business. Like, it's not putting, like, it's not keeping me from doing anything. It's actually like empowering me to do new things that I never thought were possible before. So, you get to use your anxiety in a good way. So, if you want more information about that, check out the information in the show notes. Otherwise, just find me on Instagram and all the details are going to be there. Lola at the weirdo coach or on Facebook, same thing, Lola, the weirdo coach. Um, and you're going to have all the information for the free masterclass. So it's going to be next week on Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if I recalled correctly. But until then, you guys be fucking creative because you deserve it. You fucking deserve it to be creative, to live life your own way and to never take no for an answer. So love you guys. Stay safe. Stay true to who you are. Stay weird because you're loved. You're safe. You're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're supported. So love you guys so much and I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.